0: Hey, hey there. Welcome to She Leads Period Podcast with your girl, your host, Tamara Ellison. And I just want to give a shout out to all my women who are out there leading, okay, that you want. But I applaud you today. If no one has said that to you, great Daggon job! You are doing it. I see you taking the lead. I applaud you. I give you your flowers. I give you your kudos. If you were in the studio with me, I would give you a chest butt high five. I would hug you and tell you I'm proud of you. You're taking the lead. If no one else sees it, if no one else recognizes it, I'm telling you, I'm proud of you. You're doing it. When everyone else gave up, when everyone else said you couldn't, you're taking the lead. So I just wanted to kind of give you your kudos. This afternoon, morning, depending on which country, nation, time zone you're watching from or listening to. Um, I'm so used to doing <laughs> stuff on TV, so I'm saying watching from. But this particular um, episode, we're going to talk about taking the lead, but in a different way. We're calling this episode Caught up, that's right. How do you date when you are a successful woman? Ooh, I can hear the hmm I can hear you high-fiving your own self. That's right. I'm successful and I don't have time for the reindeer games that these men are out here trying to play. So, Tamara, how do I not get caught up um, in this cycle of being a successful, lonely, single woman, especially when you want to date? I didn't say get married. I said the goal is to date and have a healthy dating life. I know for some of you, I just cussed you out because you don't even understand that there is a space between (laughs) finding a man and marriage. It's called dating. And if that is healthy then more than likely the relationship would be healthy and it could have the greater potentials to turning into something more um, concrete like marriage, right? Um, and so most women would try to fast track and because you're successful, you have to have um, these guards up, you have to have these things up and I wanna break down successful so that some of you don't include yourself or exclude yourself. Um, the success um, is levels and there's different things, right? That each woman is going to see Say that they're successful. I want to just, you know, punch this little thing right here right out the gate. Success isn't always about money. So if you're saying, oh, I'm not a successful one because you don't make six figures, that's not true. You might be successful in your emotional development. You've getting over your, gotten over your issues. You don't carry the baggage from the past anymore, right? You are successful because you are whole, right? Your emotional wellness is intact. You take um, a lot of uh, care into your soul care. And so you are a woman who understands and has control over her emotions, right? So you are successful. Maybe, um, in your spiritual walk, you are now no longer fornicating or you're no longer slipping, dipping and tripping. You know, you're no longer wanting to go, uh, have your little puff puff give because you're under a stressful day. You have now walked with the Lord and you can trust him. Now you're reading your Bible. Your prayer life is where you desire it to be at the moment. You are successful in your spiritual development. So I don't, when I say successful woman, I don't want you to think, um, you know, Olivia Pope in Scandal, right? Uh, <laughs> you have the two piece suit walking in the boardroom making things happen. That's not the only success, right? So, your money, and for all of my babes out there making their six figures, you are successful. I'm not excluding you, I'm just opening it up because some women would exclude themselves if they're not making that. That's not the only successful, um place you could um, have successes in having money, right? And so I just had to throw that out there because I didn't want to leave anyone out of this conversation. Now, let's talk about dating. Let's talk about this dating thing. If you are going to date, remember, we're always talking about taking the lead. One of the things in taking the lead in dating is you're going to have to figure out what you really want. That sounds so simple, but if you have a notebook full, if your list is more than 10 things, ma'am, you don't know what you want, okay? You are just as confused as the person who's gonna try to date you, okay? You have to know what you want. And when you're looking for dating potential Candidates. Let's call them candidates, ladies. Can we do that? Not to demean them, but we want to call them dating candidates. Why? You have options. And sometimes as a successful woman, you feel like you have to have X, Y, and Z. And we're going to unpack this, but I want to share a story. You know, I love sharing my stories with you. So when I um was dating, um, this is before I got married to my second husband, I was dating um a very top executive. I'm not gonna say the company. Um, yeah, we're not gonna do that, but a very top executive. Um, let's just say the position was VP. And uh we're gonna leave it at that at a very, very, very reputable uh globally known company. I'm um, dating this person. It seemed like it was going well. He was successful. I was successful. Everything seemed to be great. Um but here's one of the things. I was measuring success by our dollars, our bank account only. And it wasn't until he was not able to engage with me emotionally because he was married to his career and he didn't know how to um emotionally detach from work and actually have a relationship, I believe he wanted one, he just wasn't successful in his emotions. So his lack of success in his emotions caused our breakup, right? And so because I thought success was credit score only and making our money in, oh, we are a power couple. If we got together, it would be on, not realizing that their success was such a broad um um category and that there were several things that you needed to be successful in in order for a dating relationship to work we're not even talking about marriage i'm talking about a dating relationship and so uh, you know, it was canceled dates. It was always having to make excuses. Was he cheating on me? No, he actually was going to work, but he was in love with the job. He was in love with his position and he didn't know how to healthily have balance. He didn't know how to do that successfully. So our dating relationship ended in shambles because, I wasn't successful in setting boundaries and he wasn't successful in knowing how to set boundaries when it came to work and relationships. So listen, I'm going to share with you the good, the bad and the ugly. I mean, I really was like, oh, this could be something because I was looking at that credit score, honey. I was looking at that that bank account. I'm like, okay, I see two commas. All right, that's what we're talking about. But not realizing I didn't want two commas and sitting up in the house with cold dinner because he had to miss another date because the work came first. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Before you get in your mind, girl, he got to have credit. He got to have his own house. He got to have his own car. He got to have his own money. Yes, that's all wonderful. But if those are the only things on your list, you still can end up disappointed. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm telling you how we're going to not get caught up. (laughs) We're going to take the lead in dating. I want you to look at it in a whole. I want you to look at success as a whole because they can be, as my grandma would say, crazy as a bestie bug. I don't even know what a bestie bug is. I probably need to Google it and look it up. But crazy as a bestie bug. But they find. Come on. I mean, looking good. Rippling pectorals. Got the dimples. You like them tall. You like them light skin. You like them with muscles. You like them with non-muscles. You you like them with little lishes. If you like me, okay. You like them as they're real proper and clean cut. And they got all that. But honey, they don't, they don't, (laughs) they got some other stuff that they're not successful in. And you will end up getting emotionally invested and caught up and then you will blame it on your success and you'll even tell yourself things like it's because of my success that I can't date well women men can't handle I'm sorry men can't handle my success they don't know how to handle me not realizing that you might not be successful in all areas and they might not be successful in all areas your money doesn't make you the person it is what you're able to earn but it's not who you are right so we got to kind of that and take that uh, the culture says that Man, she can be crazy as a Betsy bug. I don't know what that is, but it's fitting. She can be just as Looney Tunes or he can be just as Looney Tunes. The bank account doesn't check for that. I don't last time I checked, the bank didn't evaluate your emotional intelligence. Okay. Your credit score isn't even based off of how well you handle pressure. Okay. So those are things that you can kind of figure out. Not saying that they're not important. I'm just saying don't get the crazy ass of Betsy bug. Charges to my grandma. That's what she said. Okay. So we want to talk about dating when you're a successful woman. And so I try to help you understand a little bit of success, but let's really dive into this. If you're going to be a successful woman, that means that you already are coming in the game kind of knowing what you want. However, I'm going to challenge your list because your list should allow space for growth. If you're going to successfully date as a successful woman, which here's the premise... Are y'all ready for this? I mean, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Don't drop the 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 pan if you're cooking. Right? I, I need you focus. You're all successful in some area, so I'm gonna stop saying successful woman because as if there's a difference. You are successful somewhere. Either you're successful in coming out of the trauma situation and you didn't buckle to it. You're successful in the fact that you made the decision to enhance your personal development. That's why you're listening to the podcast. You're successful and you're starting to pay your bills on time. You're going to get your credit together, right? You're successful because you're saying, Tamara, I do want to learn how to date. And you're taking the steps to it. So we just going Lump you all in, not that I'm making excuses for you, not that we don't have room to grow, but we're all successful in some area of our lives. Somewhere today, you made a decision to do something better, right? Even if it was, I'm not gonna get that third cup of coffee. You know your body didn't eat that caffeine. I'm talking to myself now. That was success, right? That was a win for you. So let's talk about dating when you're a successful woman, okay? You're the successful woman. I'm talking to you. So now that I I made that very clear, you're going to want to make sure that your list cuz women we love these lists. I don't know why. We got a list for everything. Uh what they're supposed to wear, what how much money they're supposed to make, right? But do you does your list include room for growth? Cuz here's the thing, the best Um, dating experiences that I have had and when I've talked to some of my colleagues, some of my other friends that carry PhDs, you know, and we always respect them when they have those letters after their name, the most successful dating experiences that one can incur is when they're able to grow together as a couple. If your list is so checkboxy, I know that's not a word, but we're gonna make it up, If your list has all these different checkboxes and all of a sudden, um, you know, it's so rigid. It's like, okay, if this man has all of this, then he's perfect for me. You have no room for growth and you're going to develop and change as a woman. Wouldn't you want the person that you're dating, the man that you're dating to grow and have space to develop? So if you don't have a growth plan then you're really not ready to date if you are just that rigid. And I hear you. But Tamara, you don't understand out here. You already married. You don't know. Girl, I was single in between marriages for years, four years. OK, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it was dry out there. It was dry. I mean, that ocean, the water. Oh, mighty God. It was sucked up dry. I could have thought I, I tried different nationalities. I've been there. I already know the road she went down. I tried to date the the white ones. I dated a guy from Germany. I dated a guy from Vietnam, Vietnamese. I mean, I've done it all. Uh, Nigeria. I tried African American, Latino American. I mean, I did that. I tried to date the broke ones. I tried to date the rich ones. I tried to date the church boy. I tried to date the semi. He almost, he ready to backslide. I've done it all trying to make sense out of it. And it's not that. That was not success. I I was working my brain thinking it had something to do with a nationality. I was like, "Oh, all oh, the 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 this type of man, that's all they want is this. Oh, well that type of man they're lazy. Well, this type of man they're this." And all of these things working myself ragged and I realized it's when I got rid of the list and gave myself room to grow and I came to the table saying, "Listen, I'm not perfect." Um, I was married before I have two daughters and not saying I'm crazy, but I'm still on my healing journey and I'm looking for somebody that wants to grow together and enjoy the company of each other. And that's what I'm looking for. Now, notice earlier in this podcast, in this episode, I said, we're going to treat them as candidates. So now I want you to look at a job interview. Okay. The job the interviewer has already put out the job description. The job, the job description is very clear and it includes everything. By law, it has to, right? So if you're dating, I'm not telling you, tell them, you know, this is my 10th time I've been dating. I'm really tired of men. And if you don't work out, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go celebrate. I don't know. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is to communicate. I enjoy quality time. Um, I'm looking for someone who's um, not really needy, but we are both determined to make this work. I'm looking for someone who just wants to have fun, if that is what you want. Or I'm looking for something that will be more of a long-term commitment. I'm looking to get married. We need to say that out the gate. And I know, you're going to be like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, I ain't going to ever date Tamara if I tell him I want to get married. I'm saying put the job description out there. I'm dating with the intentions of interviewing a potential spouse. That's why I'm dating. I'm just being very clear. And it's okay. There's no pressure. I'm not saying we're going to get married tomorrow. I'm saying that's the end goal. And so if that's not something that you're into, listen, we can still have popcorn in a movie. I just know where to put you in the candidate pile. and again, I know this might sound like, oh, girl, this is yes. This is how you have to look at it. I need you to detach your emotions from it for a minute because you can't fall in love or be so emotionally attached with everyone who comes to interview for the job. Everybody has a 90 day probation. Everybody. They have the ability to end the job. You have the ability to end the job. Right. It works both ways. When you're dating, it's just that dating. It is no long term commitment in contract. Ladies, we can't if we're going to successfully not get caught up. We have to treat it like this is a temporary situation until we have the discussion that we have both agreed Notice the key term in there, both agreed. I have dated people who felt like they were uh, my only. And again, this is when I was in my little dating phase. Honey, you're not the only. I told you you weren't the only. I am interviewing, okay? I'm interviewing. I'm not saying manipulate. I'm not saying use. What I'm saying is I'm dating to see if this is going to be a fit for me. So I'm not misleading anybody. I'm upfront. Hey, I'm going out one time. He invited me to dinner. There's nothing wrong with going to dinner. I'm not trying to seduce him. I'm not sleeping with him. I'm not promising him something. I'm not allowing the conversation to go out of bounds. I just met you. I'm trying to see if this is something that can be taken further. And most of us don't even allow ourselves space to do that because we think if I date you, that means that we're gonna be talking tomorrow and you gotta call me and you, get no. If they don't call you back, but like, oh, they are no call, no show on the job. They don't get the job. i got great benefits. <laughs> I pay very well. If I'm looking at my dating and what I bring to the table, I am a great, great, great opportunity. Right. And you don't have to, you know, hunt them down. I've never I've, I have staff for our construction company and some of the other things we work on. I have never called a person who did a no call and no show and say, Hey, why didn't you come in? Not my problem. We can't be trying to follow up. They're a candidate. You got to keep your mind. I'm not saying be insensitive. You can date, I have interviewed people and I'm like, oh, my God, I will hire them right now. (laughs) But I got to interview the other people. But I love their energy. I love what they bring. You can have an instant connection with someone, but we don't want to throw all of our heart, all of our effort into that without making the job description very, very, very clear. And some of you just need to understand, let somebody help you with your job description. That's right. You need a real friend to help you with your job description because you might be thinking you're ready for a long term commitment and you haven't dated in a long, long time. You're not ready for a long term. You need to get your feet wet. You need to see what the dating's all about. You need to talk and then brief. Uh, If you got some real friends, brief them and be like, girl, listen, this is what happened on the date. Should I have done this? Talk it out. It should be a fun experience. Why do we make dating such a hard, fast commitment as if it's marriage? It's not. It's dating. It's literally should be a fun, enjoyable experience. It's not fun because we throw our emotions in. It's not fun because we have all of these preferences and a checkbox. And I don't know who performs well under a checkbox system. Here's the thing. As successful as you are, you don't meet the qualifications for somebody else's checkbox. Think about it. So you want to narrow it down. And you want to say, listen, I'm going to create um, space for me to grow. I'm going to create this job description, for lack of a better term, of what I want in my dating experience. Am I looking to have fun? Am I looking for a long term companionship? Why does my bank account have to matter? So I'm going to wrap it up with this story. When I first met my love of my life, my my husband, who I am married to, happily married to, madly in love with this man, when I met him, he was in the fire academy. That means to everybody who don't know, he was broke. He had no job. Okay. No money, zero zilch money in the bank. Okay. Nothing. All right. I met him and I saw how hard he was working and literally the, maybe about two months before I had put away my list because I was dating light skin and that was getting me in trouble. Okay. The light skinned brothers was doing me wrong. I couldn't do it. I dated the VP, high executives, the the wealthy, the the six figures guy, and they were cheating on me with their careers. Their careers were their focus, and I knew that wasn't what I wanted. Some women, that's okay for them. I'm not that. That's your thing, boo, rocket. For me, quality time is my is my love language. It's a primary love language. So I knew that that wasn't going to be okay for me. When I met my husband he was singing in the choir um we went ended up going to the same church um didn't realize we went to the same high school he was in the fire academy didn't make him any um that much money he had a job you know he was always responsible and he was a single dad if I had my checkbox ladies he had already violated at least three rules he was chocolate I told you I dated light skin. He didn't have six figures. That was on my list. Um, No children. And here I was discriminating. I had two kids, right? Oh, they can't handle kids. I don't want to deal with a baby mama. I don't want to deal with the drama of that. Those were the things on my list. But what the Holy Spirit told me, he said, Tamara, tear that thing up. You don't know who you need to 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 um, I don't want to say make you complete, but he used another term. I just it just hasn't come to me yet. But who I have designed for you, right? Because the two shall become one. I didn't know who I needed to become with because clearly my list wasn't working because I had been trying it over and over and over and over and over again. When I tore the list up, And the God and God told me, he said, what is it that you would want in your marriage? And I begin to make that list, ladies. I begin to say, I want someone who would listen to me. I want someone who would be patient with me. Um, You know, I came out of arguing. I want someone who's willing to talk to me and not yell at me like these were the things and Holy Spirit caused me to go deeper into my growth plan. Like this is something that I needed to do and I would vice versa, give this back. And so. As I had that list, as I went, um, gained, you know, comfort with my, he wasn't my husband at the time. He wasn't even my boyfriend. Okay. He was a candidate. All right. He was a candidate. When he approached me, I was dating somebody else at the time. I was already in a relationship. I had a man. Okay. Okay. All right. But the, (laughs) I almost said the dude, the dude I was dating before he was younger. He was fun. I knew in dating him. He's fun to take out to the movies. We go out and have dinner. We go roller skate. Like we have fun. There's nothing else happening. Nothing else going on. No funny business. We have a good time. That's all it was. I knew that out the gate. When my husband approached me to even become a candidate, I literally could put him into those segments and say, wow, he's so patient with me. Like I told him I had a man and he was like, I don't care right? He was like, I understand, you know, that's who you are. We could still be friends. I want to get to know you. He was patient with me. He was able to feel the um, parts of my life that was my growth plan because I was still growing. I was still healing. So I know you're successful. And here's the thing. I made money. Oh, yes. I was already making what Mm -hmm. five figures at that time on my way to my six figures. When I met him, he was in the fire academy, right? And I could have Easily missed him because I was using the success of my finances to measure up who should be in my life who's um, who I should date when I tell you he loved me in spaces that I didn't even know existed because I had to put down my guard in relates to not with him. I'm not saying that. Don't put down your guard with him. He ain't earned it yet. He's still a candidate. I had to put down my guard in the presence of God and say, Lord, the reason why I have this list is because I don't want to be hurt again. So this list is my safeguard. And if I remove this list as being my safeguard and I allow you to tell me who and how and what I need in a dating companion then I know I'll be successful. If we do that and allow God to do that, then we'll be able to take the lead in our dating life. And for those of you who are dating and you're like, Tamara, I just want to have fun. I want someone who I can confide in. Put it out there like that. Don't be ashamed. Don't let the Christian culture force you into thinking if you're not dating for marriage, you shouldn't be doing it at all. Oh, I know some of y'all just cringed right there. You can date. It is okay. However, if you know you have a problem with going to bed with people and falling into fornication, you fall in love too easy, then maybe you shouldn't just date for, um, you know, Fun for lack of better term because you know that you can handle it. But I'm talking to the mature woman who says I'm emotionally ready. I don't want a full-term commitment because I want to ease into it. I want to take my time. It's okay for you to go on a date. The man can take you to get coffee and you don't have to ask him, uh, or when are you gonna ask me to marry you? It's okay. You can go on a date. My God, you can go to the movies. Girl, you can eat cheesecake with this man and laugh and walk the street and watch the little lights and, you know, go window shop. And it's okay. You're not going to go to hell. You're not going to ruin your life, nor does this person have to be the one you're going to marry. Okay, so let's just dispel that because we have all of these um, false um, expectations, all of these Um, false narratives that we've just accepted. So if you're going to date while you're successful, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to take the lead by understanding success is in a variety of areas, our emotional success, our spiritual success, our financial success, right? Our mindset success. And we're going to be okay with having the candidates. We're going to be okay. I'm not telling you to date a whole bunch of men and just be not committed to anybody i'm saying it's okay to say i just want to have some companionship right now i'm not looking for anything serious women we don't have to always be the one that wants the relationship to be full-term hardcore let's go and tomorrow by this time next year we're going to be married and then the next year after that we're going to have two kids and a dog you don't that doesn't have to be the story um Maybe you like your career and you just want someone that you can see if this turns into something and you can travel with them, right? You, I'm trying to tell you, you don't have to just be ready to, you know, put have them put a ring on it and now you gotta, you know, transform into what the culture is saying is dating or the church culture is saying is dating. It's okay to date. I'm glad I dated my husband to find out that he wasn't crazy as a betsy bug. Right. He wasn't crazy. He was okay. Um, and I just want you to know, don't rush into it. You have options and take your time and be honest with yourself. If you're not ready to date, if you bash men, you're not ready to date. If you're angry at the last relationship, you're not ready to date. Get healed first. So when you do make your options, you're making healthy selections, not out of hurt, not out of clapback, not out of revenge, but you're dating successfully. You're not going to get caught up. Why? Because you're going to take the lead in your dating life, right? So we don't want you to think about anything else in the dating realm other than what you feel is going to be healthy for you in this time in your life. People can come in at different seasons, right? So if you're dating right now and you just came out of something traumatic, you know, you want to balance that out. So here's one more thing I want to tell you, because, you know, we got to do that. That's me. I want to know which one are you? Are you that successful woman who has the list about the, uh, he got to be tall, dark, handsome? Did you have the list that, you know, he got to be fine as wine? He got to be light skin? You know, he got to have a good family? I want to know what was on your list, okay? I want to lighten it up. We usually go a little deep, uh, you know, and we really have you do some introspective work. But I want to know, that's me, Tamara. I had the list, girl. He had to have a credit score of 800, and your credit score ain't even. Uh, 500. But you got it on your list, right? He got to own a house and you don't even own a house. He got to have this, this, this. I want to know that that's me. What was on your list? Did he have to have no kids, right? I know baby mama drama. You didn't want that. I want to know hashtag on your list. Girl, that's me. My man on my list had to be 5'10". And you only 6'3", right? I want to know that's me. So you're going to hashtag that's me and tell me what was on your list as it relates to picking or selecting a dating companion, right? They had to be this. They had to be that. And make sure you tag me at Tamra Ellison Inspires on Instagram and on Facebook. And I want to check out what was on your list, okay? I'm sure some of you guys got some real wild ones because I didn't even go into all of the ones that I had. Uh, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I had it down to the type of car they needed to drive, okay? Um, So if you're like me and you're a little bougie and a little hood, I had a little mixture of both, uh, I want to know your that's me. So hashtag that's me. Make sure you tag me. Make sure you use the hashtag. And I want to know what was on your list as it relates to dating, right? And so as we wrap up this episode, you already know what I want you to do. Make sure you're subscribing and turning on your notifications to this podcast. I would hate for you to miss an episode. If this is your first time uh, tuning into this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome again. I thank you for listening. And guess what? Go back and listen to the rest of the episodes and share with a friend. Make sure... You're following me on Instagram and Facebook. At Tamara Ellison Inspires So you'll see me repost your um, On my Instagram story I'll repost your That's me Go ahead We want to interact I want to go on the journey with you So how are you not going to get caught up In this dating thing Right We're going to take the lead in that And so again Thank you for tuning in Listening And do me a favor Share this episode Share this podcast She Leads people. Thank you for taking the lead with me.